Welcome along to episode number 64 of Money to Burn, the podcast that looks at the lighter side of business. And on today's show, we have a what you never knew, which is going to look at a burger in Burger King that you've probably never heard of. We have a tech tricks that will someday possibly save you your job, or at least help you save face. And for the first time in a long, long time, we have a brand new section of the show. Yes, you did what? To find out what you did what's all about, to sit back, relax, and enjoy all Money to Burn has to offer. Hi, this is Jen from Twisted Teacher Podcast. We are America's funniest and best educational podcast. You are listening to Money to Burn. on Money to Burn. Today's what you never knew, I'm going to tell you something about Burger King. Yes, Burger King, the home of the Whopper, baby. Yeah, it's probably a burger you've ordered pretty much a hundred times if you've ever been to Burger King. It's a great burger. Um, You'll also know the Chicken Royale. That's another burger in there. But what you might not know is if you've been ordering those burgers all along, you are missing out because there is a totally insane 800 calorie secret menu burger. Now, if you ask for this in some shops, they'll just say, no, we don't sell it. But if you go to the right store, if you know the right people, you could get yourself a burger that's known in the industry as a suicide burger. Yes, a suicide burger. I should probably have a sound effect come in there. A suicide burger. And it's completely over the top, as you can imagine. Um, It includes four burger patties, four burger patties, four slices of cheese, bacon, special sauce. It contains 800 calories, 175 um, mgs of cholesterol, and 2,430 mgs of sodium. So yes, as you can tell, if you eat this burger, there is a good chance that you may die. And please, if you go to the counter in Burger King and you order this and they say, would you like fries with that? For the love of God, please say no. You're listening to Money to Burn, where we talk about the lighter side of business. So it's time for another edition of Well Done, Old Chum, where we say well done to somebody out there who deserves thanks. It could be a celebrity, it could be someone that I know, it could be someone that I've just heard about, it could be after an experience I've had, and as I always say, if we're not going to pay in money, we're certainly going to pay in thanks. And this week's Well Done, Old Chum goes out to the ISPCA. Yes, that's an animal charity that looks after um, animals all around Ireland, from dogs, cats, horses, you name it. They look after them. Now, over on their website, you can report animal cruelty. Um, they also have a little shop there for donations. Um, they rehome animals 
all over Ireland. Um, the one I actually had experience with and why I'm talking about this is at the weekend, I went up to Donegal, all the way from Donegal, Wicklow to Donegal. It was a good old five hours up, five hours back, but it was well worth the trip to visit the Donegal Animal Rehabilitation, actually, centre is what it's called, um, in Donegal, to collect a new cat. Yes, a new friend, more importantly. Um, because as you know, after the last episode, you would have heard that my good friend Gypsy passed away. And I wanted to get a little bit of company for um, my other cat, Roman. Um, she is still warming to the new cat, let's just say. And they're still kind of eyeing each other up a little bit. But they are getting more friendly as the day uh, the days go on. I've only got, I've only had the new cat since Sunday. Uh, his name is Mr. Fred. You can go see Mr. Fred over on my Instagram, Money to Burn Podcast. Go over and have a look at a picture from there. Um, I'm constantly posting pictures in my story, so just have a look there. And do follow us. But I wanted to give uh, a well-done old chum to uh, particularly the Donegal uh, branch of the ISPCA because I dealt with uh, Denise, Emma and Siobhan up there and I tell you the work they do is fantastic. Walking around the facility, unbelievable. Um, like when these cats are in care, they're obviously they all want homes for these cats and um, that's the, they're trying to rehome these cats but while they're there, they do live a really nice comfortable life and um, there's loads of toys to play with, they get loads of attention, loads of food and I was really, really impressed with what I saw up there um, and that's why I just wanted to give them a shout out today and the ISPCA in general, they do unbelievable work Go over onto their website. Um, if you ever need to report any animal cruelty, if you think an animal's not being looked after properly, um, you can also donate money over there if you can. If you have a few quid to spare this Christmas, do it. You can visit their shop. You can buy their new calendar. Uh, we picked up a calendar while we were up there. Um, you can also sign up to their newsletter over on the website. And they're actually doing a petition, which I think is really, really good. There's a petition over on the website where they're looking to try and get... Um, basically onto the school curriculum they want to get um they're calling on the department of education to introduce a module on animal welfare and responsible pet ownership and i think honestly um if there's certain subjects in school i never ever used after i finished school if they can facilitate putting those kind of subjects into your day-to-day in school i don't see why they can't slip in a little bit of knowledge on properly owning animals because honestly there's so many people out there who may have animals but they really don't know how to take good care of them and then there's just people out there who are uh, for want of a better word shits uh, who don't care about animals whatsoever so honestly get over there and sign that petition pick yourself up a calendar throw them a few extra spare quid if you can because honestly the work these guys do is incredible and i want to thank emma denise and uh siobhan as well for all the help they did in getting me my new friend mr fred and that's why this week the ispca we want to say to you well done old chum This is Connor in Leakslip, and I listen to Money to Burn while out for my morning run. You did what on Money to Burn? So as you would have heard by the sting there, we have a brand new section of the show. Now, it's been a while since we had a brand new section of the show. I think Tech Tricks and Website for Sore Eyes was the last new section of the show that we had. And that's a good, good while ago. So I thought it was long overdue a new section. And that's why we have You Did What? And what You Did What is, is we're telling you stuff that famous people did before you even knew them. So like there's a 
actors out there. There's politicians, all sorts of people around the globe. And chances are that is not the first job that they ever did. Unless you're Macaulay Culkin. Um, obviously, his first job probably was acting because he started doing it when he was about one. Other than that, most people had jobs before that. And some of the jobs are absolutely crazy. And the first one we're going to do um, for this section is a certain man called Daniel Michael DeVito Jr. Or you'd know him better as Danny DeVito. Yes, Danny DeVito. He's an American actor. He's a comedian. He's a filmmaker. You probably would have remembered him back in the, the olden days, back in the 70s and 80s, if you're that old, uh, showing my age. Um, Taxi. He was in Taxi. Yeah, he played Louis de Palma in Taxi. Very, very good in that. He won a Golden Globe and an Emmy Award for that. Anyone who more free, new, kind of uh, anyone new to the game of Danny DeVito would probably know him more as playing Frank Reynolds in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which I've only ever watched a tiny, tiny portion of that. Really, really quick clip I've seen one day. I must actually give it a look because I've heard it's very good. From actually two of our listeners, Debbie and Daniel uh, Hurley listen to uh, or watch It's Always Funny in Fi- Always Sunny in Philadelphia and I know they have great taste in podcasts because they do listen to Money to Burn as well so they obviously have great taste in TV shows as well so I must actually give Always Sunny in Philadelphia a look because I do like Danny DeVito he's in one of my favourite Christmas films actually um, what's it called again jeez I remember I'm, I'm forgetting the name of the film Deck the Halls that's what it is Deck the Halls thanks to my producer there uh, for nodding over and telling me it was Deck the Halls but yeah Deck the Halls was out in 2006 was one of my best favourite Christmas films it actually ranked really badly on IMDb DB, I think it got like 20% or something like that and uh, not many people other people seem to like it but I thought it was a cracker film so if you haven't watched um, that film at all uh, Deck the Halls go give it a look this Christmas and if you don't enjoy it go look at it again watch it second or third time you'll eventually love it like I do but anyway I'm getting away from the topic Danny DeVito what did he do before he was a four foot uh, actor four foot ten actually is four foot ten actor well he was a yeah, literally, this is a very unusual job. He actually, I'm not sure what the name of this job is, but I'll tell you what the job entailed. Danny DeVito was a hair st- hairdresser. Okay, that's that's unusual enough. I, didn't think, I couldn't imagine uh, Danny doing hairdressing. He'd finally find it hard to get up to the top of my head. But he was a hairdresser for corpses. Yes, he would style women's hair to make them look beautiful before they went six feet under. How crazy is that? That he used to design, he used to do people's hair just before they were buried. And I think that's actually a really, really honourable and very, very cute job. And I did not think before I started the section that Danny DeVito could get any cuter. And I doubt you did too. But look, we were both wrong. Danny DeVito, what a legend. And I wouldn't mind him doing my hair either, I have to say. Although I do think he would find it very, very hard to reach the top of my head. And the irony of it all is, he is four foot ten and he used to do people's hair before they went six feet under. Does that mean they were taller than him even after they were dead? Probably not. Money to Burn, the home of funny stories and money stories. Tech Tricks on Money to Burn. So in today's tech tricks, let me paint you a hypothesis, okay? You're sitting there at your laptop and you're typing out an email to one of your colleagues, one of your friends, and accidentally you manage to send it 
to the incorrect person or the incorrect people. Maybe it's your entire workforce that you're out to send it to. All your colleagues are about to get this email um, that you were maybe having a little bit of a bitch in, a little bit of a moan, something like that in it, and that you're like, oh my god, I didn't mean to send that. Oh no, how do I get the email back? I've actually often had people mail me saying, how do I get an email back? Um, well, it is possible to get that email back without anyone ever seeing it, but you have to be quick, okay? You have to be really, really quick. And it is only through Gmail that this little trick works. Um, there is other ways of doing it through Outlook and the likes, but this is how you do it through Gmail. So if your company does use Gmail, if you are, it's probably usually probably smaller size companies use Gmail. Um, but if it is a Gmail that you use and you have sent an email, there is a way to do it and it's really really simple so you open up settings in your gmail and then you select settings okay so you open up settings just click on it and in the undo section there'll be a section that'll pop up that's called the undo send section the default will always be set to five seconds because when you send an email if you look down to the bottom left of the screen it'll always pop up an undo option but that only lasts five seconds so usually that's way too late you usually get that horrible feeling in your stomach and they're like oh wait a minute and it's gone it's gone too late so what you do is you need to select the range and choose an option so it's recommended that you set it to the highest possible which is 30 seconds as this allows you for a few extra moments just to contemplate your mail you know that moment you just sent it and you go oh god i shouldn't have sent that well this will give you a whole 30 seconds to get your act together and to bring it back and all you have to just do is the undo do thing will appear at the bottom of your screen for a full 30 seconds you just have to click on that or if you want to even be even quicker all that you have to do to get it to unsend is click the letter z yes if you click the, click the letter z on your keyboard just after you've sent an email it'll allow you to pull the email back and no one will ever be the wiser so there's a nice little tech trick for you today and who knows it may even save you your job someday Georgie Kelly and you're listening to Money to Burn. No more funny business on Money to Burn. On this section of the show that we call No More Funny Business, we look at businesses and jobs that are out there in the world that you probably never heard of that are pretty hilarious or just downright weird. Um, and one of the things that we probably always pick up in the shopping is toilet roll, because you're always going to need that. I hope you pick it up anyway. Um, and another thing that some of us will pick up is paper towels. Because some of us, so I know some people use toilet roll to clean up counters, but a lot of people will actually buy paper towels. I buy paper towels. I use them to clean out my Nespresso machine. It's very, very handy. Just giving a little clean around after you make a cup of coffee. I have several cups of coffee a day, so I get good use out of them. Um, and some of these paper towels, if you haven't noticed before, come with a little fragrance off them. Yeah, some of them are just plain. They don't smell like anything. But sometimes they have a little smell of lemon, sometimes a little smell of strawberry, uh, just so the surface that you wipe down smells that little bit better. You're probably wondering... Um, like, how do they make sure that these paper towels smell like smell good? I don't think you've ever actually thought that. No one's ever thought that, have they? And that's why you'd be surprised to hear that there is actually someone hired to do that. Yes, there is someone out there with the job title of 
paper towel sniffer yeah paper towel sniffer um is a very very respected job uh, out there in the paper towel industry and basically what your job is is just to go to a towel manufacturer and you want to make sure they produce high quality products without a putrid smell and you're the paper towel sniffer to say whether yes it smells good or no it smells disgusting and they say not all heroes wear capes and uh, one of the most famous kind of uh, covid lines wasn't it well paper towel sniffers certainly do because because it is a very, very, very well respected job. And it comes with a very tidy salary as well, I have to say. I'm not sure what you'd imagine what a paper towel sniffer would earn. But by sniffing towels, pieces of paper, you can earn up to, in and around on average, $52,000 a year. Which works out at roughly about £38,000 for our UK listeners. For that privilege. Can you imagine that? Some jobs are just crazy. Like, they're just like, it's not all about working in libraries or working in shops. You could basically become anything you want in life. If you can think of something that your body can do, um, like your eyes, your nose, your fingers or toes, you can earn money from doing it. And I'll tell you something about a paper towel sniffer. It's not a job to turn your nose up to. And that, my friends, is the end of episode number 64 of Money to Burn, the podcast that looks at the lighter side of business. I hope you all enjoyed today's show, including our brand new section, You Did What? Yes, a brand new section of the show just for all our Money to Burn listeners. If you want to get in touch with the show, reach out and tell us where you're listening from, who you are, and what you do while listening. And if you do, I may send you a piece of Money to Burn merch. You can get us on the email, info at moneytoburn.com, over on Twitter at money to underscore burn, and then also on Instagram at Money to Burn Podcast. Until next time, stay safe, stay happy, but most of all, stay lucky.